Hello, my name is Darren Byrne and welcome to the third podcast in our mini-series on best practices, lessons learned, and general advice on how to be successful with Agile at the enterprise scale using the Scaled Agile Framework, or SAFE for short. The idea for these podcasts came out of the SAFE Leadership Retreat, which was hosted at the Dalmahoy Hotel in Edinburgh, Scotland from June 6th to 8th, 2017. The event brought together experienced SAFE practitioners to continue building the community and creatively take SAFE forward. Our next guest was Lean Agile coach Mark Richards, who lives and, as he says himself, sometimes works in the wonderful city of Melbourne, Australia. Whilst coaching Australia's first scaled Agile framework implementation at Telstra, Mark was invited to join the first class to be certified as a SAFE program consultant when the framework was launched back in 2012. Since then, he has both trained and consulted on the implementation of SAFE in the government, insurance, finance and education sector. In late 2013, his contribution to the framework's evolution and success with implementation led him to becoming the first person worldwide to be certified as a SAFE program consultant trainer. My first question for Mark was what he thought about large monolithic financial systems and if they could or should be developed using SAFE. So I guess I would step back from that question um, because I think if you, if you look at the industry, Gartner's out there saying bimodal is the answer. There are some systems that were never designed to go fast. We might call them systems of record. So is it SAP? Is it Oracle? Is it PeopleSoft? Is it Siebel? Pick your poison. <laughs> These are the things that were never really designed to change fast, never really designed with Agile in mind. There's an approach that uh, the bimodal says, well, there's some stuff that goes fast like web. Go fast there and accept you'll always be slow in your systems of record. The challenge I've got there is your systems of record define how your business runs. Mm -hmm. So if you want to create an adaptable in business that can respond to changing needs, if you can't adapt faster in your systems of record, you're really not adapting. Mm -hmm. So you've got to solve the problem. Um, and you know what's the most common method I guess I saw with scaling Agile before SAFE um, was that there'd be a big program of work or a big project. There'd be some work on the systems of record. There'd be some digital work that exposed the systems of record work. So they'd run a requirements phase. They'd run a waterfall phase where they did all of the work on the systems of record. And once that was done, they'd go and do the digital veneer. Um, and they'd iterate fast in the digital veneer. There's a challenge with that. What happens if we discover when we're in the digital veneer that, that we perhaps needed to do some additional learning about the, the stuff in the systems of record? Well, that's already baked in. It's too late. We're not getting the feedback. Um, so, so this notion that says, well, I've got to learn to move faster in my systems of record is critical if I really want business agility. Mm -hmm. um, is it easy? No, never easy. <laughs> Um, because, you know, if you look around for examples around technical practices, continuous integration, there's lots of examples about how to do that for web applications. There's not a lot of examples for how to do that on some of the big ugly beasts that every big organization relies on. Mm -hmm. um, but, but if you don't start trying, you're never going to get there. Yeah, and, uh, and to me, that's really the space that SAFE is focused on. Um, I, I know when you listen to Simon, he says, Simon Wardley says, 
what are the edge cases for safe? Why is it not designed for? Well, to be honest, to me, it's designed for places where I've got some stuff that's big and ugly and some stuff that's perhaps less ugly. But to really get value, I've got to get both of them. Um, and how do I start to think in terms of optimizing value flow? And optimizing value flow is, is a more holistic thing rather than a platform constraint thing. So I wanted to go a little deeper and asked what are some of the top challenges Mark helps his customers overcome with everything in mind that he just mentioned. I guess the first coming is belief. There are so many people who go, Agile will never work for this. Um, is it a mainframe programmer? Is it a, an SAP functional analyst? Um, you know, pick your poison. They start out, they go, well, Agile will never work for that. Um, until you have enough belief to try, you will never move anywhere. If I looked at a second challenge, it would be pragmatism. There is a best way to do things in Agile. If you try and get there overnight for your systems of record, you will fail. Mm -hmm. It will be frustrating, it will be slow, everybody working with it will complain about the inefficiency and the organization will just give up and say, well, obviously Agile doesn't work for SAP. Mm -hmm. um, can I be a little bit more Agile every iteration? I might start off by writing a lot of ugly stories. But are those ugly stories shortening my feedback cycles? Mm -hmm. um, part of the challenge. Here's the next challenge. Licensing and environments. Um, as soon as it's something like SAP, I've got licensing costs involved in environments and a whole bunch of the stuff I'm trying to do in terms of bringing testing forward and accelerating feedback cycles involves environments. Um, so they're expensive. They're expensive from a platform perspective. They're expensive from a licensing perspective. Um, they're normally heavily congested in terms of the number of people demanding them. You know, you might you want a regression test ACP where you could have probably got to book six months in advance for your regression test window. Um, how do I start to face into some of that? Now, as life moves by, things are getting easier. Um, you can start to look at, you know, and mainframe is another place I play a lot you can get cloud-based mainframe instances. So you can start to do continuous integration in a, in a cloud-based environment across your full stack. Is it a perfect match for production? Well, maybe not, but it's integrated. So how do I face into the challenges of moving my environment management strategies? And, and is that the configuration? Is it the version control? Um, is it the you know promotion cycles between various levels of environment? How do I start to break that into smaller, more nimble pieces? It might be a long time before I'm doing a weekly deployment for SAP, but if it currently takes me 12 months and I get to nine months, I've made a good forward step. Mm. Um, so they're probably the, the two really big ones uh, or three. You know, be pragmatic engender a belief it's possible um, and and really focus on your environment controls. Next, I asked about when Mark is consulting with clients and looking for early wins. What do some of those wins look like that give the client confidence and help gather momentum? If you want early wins, you've got to know what a win looks like. Um, so You've got to reframe your thinking from winning is delivering widgets to winning is delivering outcomes. 
um, because in truth you might start delivering widgets more slowly. But if you're delivering those widgets in a more aligned fashion that are accelerating your outcomes, you're getting some wins. So framing your thinking around what does a win look like, what does an outcome look like, and instead of measuring productivity and delivery speed of isolated widgets, move your focus to measuring integrated outcomes. Um, you, you don't have to make a big improvement there for a lot of people to get very excited. Lastly, I wondered what had been some of the highlights of this year's Safe Leadership Retreat, considering Mark has attended previous years. Look, for me, the Safe Leadership Retreat is about relationships. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's a group who's been coming every year, uh, or has come a couple of years, and, and you take the relationship you built last year and you just take it to a new level. Um, and, you know, it, you hear stories from different contexts, people running into the same challenges, and you can see patterns and, and, you, and you can validate some of your own thinking, uh, and you get fresh ideas. And, uh, and it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this stuff and how intensely you've been doing it. There's always something somebody else has tried that can help you. That was Safe Program Consultant Trainer and Lean Agile Coach Mark Richards. Really appreciated the time, Mark, as it was very informative to hear your perspectives. I hope you've enjoyed this cast, so feel free to send a comment or feedback to me at darrenvy at yahoo.com, as it's all about relentless improvement. Until the next time, ciao for now.